I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Uh, We are, what what are we, we have a timeout left, but we are spiking the ball. Who's we? Uh, Utah? (laughs) No, of course. You play for Utah now? Oh, they're kneeling. Okay, they're kneeling down. Once okay. they defeat Florida, that's oh, right. They they win his loyalty. Transitive we. They okay. assume our essence, right? But so then we become that, sh- wait, shouldn't that make you an Oregon State fan now? That's not how Oregon State works. That's how Utah works, Ryan. Okay, all right. Because only Utah has unlocked this skill. I see. Oh, this fucking skill tree. I I just I gotta see? go back and play again. Yeah. So, what is Oregon State's unique skill? In this um, chainsaw, in this chainsaw. start start game with chainsaw, <laughs> yeah. civilization entirely geared toward developing chainsaw, unlocked chainsaw. Yeah, that is a huge boost at the beginning of any game. Any game right? you start out, you have like press X to learn how to swing stick. In Oregon um, State, it's like chainsaw. Nope, nope. Oh. we're skipping yeah, all that. Do you do you want to develop currency system of Fuck belief that. religion? I will cut nope. people's arms off and take their currency. <laughs> chainsaw. Solves all problems simply. Link, you must sally forth. You <laughs> <laughs> win, you win, baby. It's so awesome once you're riding a horse, <laughs> horseback chainsaw. <laughs> oh, oh, a horse God. as loud as a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to develop religion? Yes, chainsaw religion, chainsaw God. <laughs> Chainsaws cut trees, which can be carved into objects. In my head, the way it worked was actual beavers developed chainsaws. They were like, this hurts, and this is tiring, and so we're going to develop this technology. Fullcast After Dark for men. Welcome to the Full Cast After that Dark. That was well enunciated. It, had a, it, it started from a good base, too. Yeah. Really led from the hips. I led, that's right. I led with the hips, brought the shoulders, finished mm-hmm. the tackle. That's what mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you know who didn't finish the tackle? I'm going to segue. UNC, the first thing I want to remind everybody <laughs> is tonight as a 23.5, as a 23.5 point favorite. I thought it was favorite. higher, but go ahead. Yeah, it was 20, at game, was. Time, we had, we had game time was 23.5. Okay. Over uh, one win UVA who was winless in conference. Winless against FBS, the only win is against Washington and Lee, I think. That is correct. And we should have known something special was going to happen because this game was on. The CW. the CW. The former UPN and the former WB. That's right. Action lives here on the CW. <laughs> when are we getting our branded CW sports polos? Okay. Can we or talk about blazers? the polos? <laughs> okay. Can we get blazers? 
Only they look like they they are they are navy like the CBS players, but in every other way they're cut like Gossip Girl uniforms. So mm. I think the thing about the CW broadcasts is they ninety nine percent of it is like surprisingly really high quality. Not surprising to those of us who grew up loving WB and w and UPN programming, mm. but like considering they do one football game a week, it 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 looks great. But then they cut to the booth. <laughs> And that's it's like when the it's when the illusion falls apart. Oh, it's it, then it's like, oh shit, this is a middle school morning announcement. <laughs> I think we do we do need to agree on something though. The true spiritual home of college football across all networks uh, is the CW. No, 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 no. The true the true spiritual home of ACC football. Yeah, is the CW. <laughs> well, fuck, that, the, fuck the ACC network. No, that's that, second place. That's the most important conference, Ryan. Ah, uh, that's true. Therefore. That is correct. Uh, Clemson, mm. Miami now re knotted up against in overtime. <sighs> um, but but first, first things first. The, the, in a game um, not important enough to make the CW. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but first things first. Uh, let's let's finish up the CW game of the week. Mm -hmm. uh, so Virginia, honestly, this could have been worse. There was uh, in the in the final minutes, there was a fumble touchback situation where Virginia fumbled the ball out of the back of the end zone. Everyone's favorite rule, um, you know, that, and it, it ended up giving UNC a, a, a late chance, drove down the field, couldn't punch it in. But, yeah, uh, it, it was probably a little bit worse than the final score looks for the heels. It was also just, like, field position nightmare day for North Carolina. Like, they were constantly – like, I, I, I'll admit, I didn't, st I didn't uh, watch the start of this game. But the very first play says, first and ten at UNC 8. Guys, what the <laughs> hell? What happened? That's not cool. And and so many of their drives are like starting inside their own 25. And meanwhile, Virginia had, I think, three scoring drives that started at their own 49 or better. It was it was just bad news bears. All That's night. like asking my landlord to increase my rent because I want to grind hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's like, give, like, you're my toughest soldier. Give me tougher battles, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> this this is by the way I, I i blame everybody on nfl draft twitter who immediately dove over to the drake may side because remember you could only believe two quarterbacks are good caleb williams or drake may and not both yes right uh so everybody who was like oh caleb williams blows now i've been on drake may this whole time oh you forgot oh bud, oh, bud. you yeah. forgot his lot in life is to play for a mac brown team just waiting to bite into the rich chocolate-filled core of a shocking ACC loss somewhere randomly assorted in the middle of the, se the Which season. Which part of it is chocolate, and what kind of chocolate? Uh, let's see. This was the UVA-flavored one, so I'm going to go with Baker's one of those. chocolate. No, I, it's, it's alcoholic. Yeah, it's, uh, UV, okay. it's one of those alcoholic granny chocolates. Cherry, it's like a cherry cordial, but it started to crystallize a little yes. bit. It's yeah. a Grand, little too Grand expensive. Marnier. Spencer, say Grand Marnier is Mac Brown, please. Grand Marnier. Yeah. Thank you. It was all right. You're deteriorating, not unlike Mac. I also like that we spent the first month of the season being like, wow, UNC beat South Carolina and FSU beat LSU. And oh, shit, Louisville beat Notre Dame. I guess the ACC, nope, the ACC continues to just immediately eat its own poop. All goddamn season long, the, yep. the ACC is like, oh, boy, I'm really getting it together. Time to eat some poop. Well... <laughs> That's what's in the that's the that's the chocolate filler <laughs> that I was talking about. We were wrong. It wasn't Grand Marnier. 
Uh, yeah, the ACC is just going to ACC. This is what's going to happen. Life is going to be sweet. You're going to be rolling down the road undefeated, and suddenly you're just going to break your ankle, right, stepping into a pothole full of UVA. That's exactly what happened. I think the other thing going on here is uh, UNC is bullshit and always will be. Um, there, will <laughs> never, there will never be a UNC team that I'm like, wow, man, they're really definitely good. You know, well, this, it's always, especially because like, like, once they, they get to 10, once they get to 10th in the rankings, it's like, and now it's time yeah, to cool It's off. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. Stop. Like, I, I don't know if it's just um, – bias from years of previous unc teams that have nothing to do with this one but i don't know i'm just personally not capable of ever believing in unc it's also a little bit it's like half unc always does this and it's a little bit like oh this is very mac brown at texas that too like like there are a lot of patterns here that you can find if you want yeah this is delightful this is the iowa state or k-state game a hundred percent right yes yes yeah, where Mac was just like, "Sorry, I was, I was, <laughs> I was too busy playing workers and resources. This fascinating game where you run a Soviet city like you're a central planner. I object to the philosophies, but as a gaming experience, it's quite satisfying." I'm Matt Brown for Carcassonne. <laughs> I've been playing Settlers of Catan. I'm Mac Brown. Would you like to play Drug Wars? <laughs> <laughs> Damn right I would, Mac. <laughs> Fuck yeah, let's line up our calculators. Let's do this. Uh, yeah, what a, what a weird game. I guarantee you UVA students are the ones who are great at drug wars, though. Like, those kids fucking have crushed it on some calculator games. Oh my god, I figured it out. I cracked it. Yeah. The Michigan State plane trackers were right. Uh, Sparty is getting ready to hire Urban. And the Hitler image was to make Shelly Meyer and the other coaches guys feel welcome. Uh, okay. Hi. Let's let's revisit several things about the Michigan Michigan State game. Oh boy, there's really there's two things to revisit. Yep. But go ahead. <laughs> which which one will you mention first? Well, one uh, we would mention the actual score of the game, which was the worst since a fifty-five material. A 55-0 loss in, like, the late 40s. Uh, speaking of the late 40s, the final score wow. was 49-0. to Wow. Yeah, 49-0. to Nope, this game was over the minute it kicked. Like, yeah. the minute it kicked. But before that kickoff, y'all, there was something else. <laughs> <laughs> Jason had the best single summary of this uh, I will see on any corner of the internet. <laughs> about how badly things can go for you as uh, a spokesperson for a college football program. And it's this, which is having to type up HitlerApology.doc <laughs> while the team is losing 42-0 to its most despised rival is an actual sports info director nightmare. Jason made none of that up. That is something someone had to do tonight in the middle of a fucking college football game. Like in a season in which your coach is already fired for a legit off-field scandal. And like, <laughs> like you're going to have a fucking controversies section on your 2023 20, season page. Like plural. Like that's oh. God. <laughs> like. It's going to start with your coach propositioning the sexual assault counselor, and it's going to somehow continue from there. Yeah, well, and then and then 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 things then 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 things like I don't know, like worse or better or whatever. But the badness continued. That's for sure. So, assuming that most people, because they uh, had other things to do, weren't paying attention to Michigan, Michigan State, Jason, 
why did somebody have to write Hitler apology <laughs> dot doc? So before the game, which uh, brief tangent, it it you know after uh, several days of everyone noticing that hey those Michigan second halves when they really pour it on people th- those suddenly look really suspicious. Michigan decided to do that in both halves. Um, it was like twenty one to nothing before you know before he even looked up. But briefly before that, briefly before Michigan just took out a whole lot of feelings on Michigan State, um, there was a video on the scoreboard that it turns out, as Bubba Prague found, was basically a YouTube trivia thing that evidently someone in Michigan State's athletic department just decided, ah, we need something on the scoreboard before the game. Let's just put this trivia video like up the, there. Like That's the fine. Like the at the movies, only they don't have their own, so they took one off the internet. Yeah, like they don't have Maria Menounos or however, (laughs) you know, that that person. Or uh, they don't have Nicole Kidman. Um, Hey, heartbreak does not feel good in a place like this. I don't feel bad for skipping Nick. They, uh, yeah, and and there was a screenshot of it before the game, and I think it was from a Michigan fan, and it went went semi-viral, and it was like, I don't, this seems real, but I don't, I don't know for sure. You know, you can't trust anything these days, especially not on Twitter. But then the um, apology came. Then when the yeah. apology came, then oh. it was like, oh, okay, let's go back and share the viral image because it's apparently real. It's like, it's it's not even like like uh, look at Hitler, a clearly bad person. It's just a graphic of like smiling Hitler as if no. he's about to come well, out on the field and sing a song. Suspicious. Like he looks embarrassed to be there. It looks like, and now a uh, special guest. Hitler. <laughs> yeah. And like the other really fucked up thing, I mean, I, well, granted, where do you begin here? But like Hitler was a fan of the real life actual Spartans. It's the first thing that's ever made me think like they should probably change their name at some point. We've said on the show before how we feel about the Spartans. The Spartans, I mean, they were un- they were overrated in every way. Like there's nothing actually not, hey, cool about not the Spartans. Tonight, not tonight. They weren't. They were properly rated. Yeah. No, I don't think they covered, sir. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like the Spartans fucking sucked, not just um, I- I- as far as achievements go, but also like morally in the sense that like you know Hitler was a fan, and like I'm glad we have the kind of audience where people aren't going to be like the uh, li- woke liberal podcast calls for Spartans to be canceled. Because first of all, they did the fine job of that themselves. First yeah. of all, Xerxes canceled me. Sparta, not me. And then Jim Harbaugh, <laughs> th- that combo right there. Okay. <laughs> Two similar leaders in a lot of ways. Two two dudes who love being shirtless. Yeah. <laughs> love glory. Uh, yeah, I. It, this is, by the way, for any parent. Just needs a couple of nose rings, like maybe a cartilage piercing. Uh, Ace has pointed out that Michigan covered the over. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. Uh, this is this is of course anybody who uh, has ever been on YouTube for more than five minutes knows that inevitably Hitler will pop up. Yeah. So you just don't leave shit scroll in Michigan State. Uh-huh. You know that. Uh, the sec- fact that all of this comes from I don't know. Just put a YouTube video. Just put up. some stuff on there, man. <laughs> you would have been better off trusting a college student to make something, and that says a lot. So we were they talking. Day, but... We were talking about this before we got started, but like. There's so many better, like, I, I propose that they should put up the channel where you see a hydraulic press just smash things. Like, yeah. that feels like that would go over really well. Like, as I think, Ryan and Holly, I think you were saying before we started, you're you're doing Michigan's bit. They're the history school. Oh. Like, if this airs at Michigan, it would be like, oh, well, they're, they're dorks for this. They can't help it. They're addicted to history. This isn't your thing. Stay in your lane. Forestry. That's your lane. Give us tree facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I just I really should have done the Pikachu thing. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> Who's that Pokemon? <laughs> it's Hitler. <laughs> it's Clefairy. Fuck! <laughs> Bob Ross. Yeah. Um, listen, they've had a bad day. USC, uh, at least the last time I was there, had one of the best interstitial game segments I've ever seen, which is they would do player karaoke. They had player karaoke. And these were all in pre-taped segments, but they had like, you know, you would look up and there would be like half the O-line singing party in the USA on the Jumbotron uh, while everyone sang along in the stadium. It was great. High energy, you know, high energy. You get to see the kids having fun. You get to have a little fun yourself. And I imagine a fairly low lift production wise. And there's no Hitler. No, yeah, no Hitler in Miley, not in Miley's but, party. But in Michigan State's defense, at least it wasn't fucking blippy. Like, my yeah. God. say the phrase, listen, if we're going to redact one thing, it should probably be in Michigan State's defense. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't much there. Mm -mm. <laughs> Michigan was. I'm what, the leading tackler now. Look at me. What an absolute dog shit era, day, year, whatever for Michigan State. You can't even ask Michigan State's coach what to think about this because you'd have to explain what happened to Michigan State's coach because he's not there because something really weird and shitty and awful already happened to them. God damn. That's that's bad. It's there's nothing but bad. Can we talk about Can we can somebody did anybody watch Clemson Miami or it's, like uh, the, it's still happening. Heck, we're watching it right now. We're watching it right now. Right, uh, it's in overtime. Clemson has fourth and goal. Uh it, and they'll need to get this and the two-point conversion. So with this I I'm I'm to understand that Mario Marioed again. Yeah. I it is not as not bad as bad no, as no, the no. Georgia Tech it's different. Game. It's it, not good, but it's different, and it's certainly more um, consistent with what other coaches would do. It was on the thirty-eight with I think seventeen seconds to go. They could have taken a shot or two to try to set up a long field goal, something of that nature. Um, Clemson's thirty-eight to be clear, um, but they elected to just go to overtime and like. I don't know, man. With all eyes on you, <laughs> on your late game management decisions. No, no. What do you mean, all eyes? They weren't on the seat. I'm sorry, they weren't Nobody's on the seat. Nobody's watching with that. With several okay. eyes on you. With all the eyes on Utah, USC. With with all the eyes on Michigan State, but no, like everyone's already uh, paying a whole lot of attention to this, and I think at at some point, we just got to get Mario, a kid who has played a lot of Madden. That's mm -hmm. it. It's just we know every program needs one of those. None more than Miami. Is it Miami, possible? Most DJs are also, you, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a DJ. And most DJs are also pretty good gamers. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sandman says they they huddled for 30 seconds and that was particularly <laughs> infuriating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, let's, uh, sorry, I hate to derail this, but we need to go back to Michigan State for a very important question from Cover Zero Joke. Does more Hitlers than points on a scoreboard replace <laughs> two consecutive no-hitters pitched as the most unbreakable record in sports? Don't tempt them. Miami wins. Don't tempt them. Down goes Clemson. Three lost Clemson. Huh. Well, well you know what? Congrats to Miami. But I think we have to wait to answer that question until we see if Urban gets a college job next year. Four and three. You know what? That's little. I Maybe think, we need I a think... few more losses around here. Huh? Let's lighten this load a little bit more. Till yeah. it's, til it's just me and Jesus. I think Clemson ought to hire Urban. You know who's always on your bandwagon? That's right. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. But unless you lose to South Carolina, then he'll... Yeah, <laughs> Jesus is like, you're on your own, motherfucker. Jesus has Keep a, it walking. Has a so, so Jesus here, walks. Walks right out of this bandwagon. 
here are the teams that are in line to play Florida State as of now for the uh, ACC championship. Louisville, North Carolina, Virginia Tech, and Duke. Yeah. It is very hard to it is very hard to come up with a permutation there where you're like, oh, that's going to be a good ACC championship. <laughs> and now Clemson is stuck with Wake Forest and Pitt and Syracuse as the three loss teams. Oof. Huh. Well, hey, I don't want to alarm anybody, but um, please do. Washington. What you doing, Washington? What is Washington? Uh, it's fine. It's Nothing. late. It, again, it's late. It's an Arizona school. These but it's in happen. Washington, they're in, though. But they're in it, Seattle. It, uh, as we are as we are looking at this, they are tied with one in five Arizona State at home in the second quarter. And they've um, turned the ball over, I think, three times. Now. Did y'all did y'all get a nap in? Which is not oh. Uh, ideal. Um, oh no, Michael Penix is hurt. No. Oh. No, I rebuke this. Oh God. Should we uh, should we discuss Penn State, Ohio State? Sure. Yeah, let's get our prayer warriors out. Uh, sure. And in the meantime, let's talk about Penn State. The weirdest thing about this game was I can't remember the last time I watched a game and everybody, like the play-by-play and the color commentary and like all of the halftime people and even to the point where like the commercials, if they could have, would have been making these comments – Everybody was saying the exact same thing about, like, why isn't Penn State doing this? And I can't remember. And the, the doing this thing was throw the ball downfield. I swear to God, at one point, Matt Liner was like, maybe you get pass interference. You never know. <laughs> and, and But, like, everybody agreed across a panel that's, like, fairly different and, you know, has different perspectives on how you should run an offense and this, that, and the other. And they were all just like, what is Penn, why is Penn State not trying anything besides, like, the shortest passes in the world. Ryan, can you unpack your statement after this uh, game that said Penn State lost by one score to Ohio State is mathematically true, but emotionally false. So, and I fall prey to this as much as anybody else. Sometimes you'll go look at like the game you didn't get to watch this week or a game from a previous season that you don't remember that clearly. And you'll say like, okay, eight points. That must've been a pretty close game. There was just very little about this that felt like Penn State could ever throw the punch that was going to get them back in the game. Like, the best thing that they did uh, from a, like, move-the-ball perspective was arguably recover a punt that went off not even the punt returner's leg, a different Ohio State player's leg. Like, it, it just felt like there was no move they it was if, okay so full, yeah. full credit to them yeah okay like I, I want to do the positive thing first because the negative is overwhelming and feels far more important to say but i want to do the positive as a matter of formality which is this that ohio state's defense by playing safer coverages and getting better over the past year did a fantastic job eliminating every possible solution that Penn State tried to foist upon them. There's the positive. Everyone looked really, really good today. They are um, a legit unit. They played really, really well. Most of the reason that we're sitting here saying that Penn State was utterly inert and incapable of even threatening or happening or existing or giving anyone an ounce of hope that anything would happen, the Ohio State's defense is largely responsible for that. That said... 
baby, you gave us fucking nothing. Nothing. Not a dime. Not a dollar. Not not a penny. Nothing. No inertia. A complete inability to not only move the ball, stretch the field in any direction. Zero ideas. I understand that a good defense can make you look like you're completely inert and have no option about what you're trying to do, okay? This went past that. They didn't have shit. They didn't have a single idea about how to pick that defense apart. None. Like, how many times was it third and two, third and three, and there were seven guys in the box, and they were like, well, we're running it anyway. We're just going to run it anyway. And it just didn't work. And then, and then, yeah, I don't, it felt to me, I think the best way I can explain it, if you've ever seen a chess match where one party, you're like, you only have three pieces. And the other, and the other guy's got seven. This just doesn't feel sustainable. That's what a lot of this kind of turned into to me. I think for me, as a person who entered as a, a non-believer in Ohio State, yeah. um, I think I, I sort of figured out what that disconnect is with Ohio State. It's for the last maybe five to ten years, we have focused a lot on Ohio State's offense, right? Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. and various first-round quarterbacks and Heisman finalists and so on and so forth. Like, they've had a star name, a lot of star names on that side of the ball. Yeah. Historically, Ohio State is punts and defense. Historically, Ohio State is super Iowa, right? Right. Like, that is how Ohio State has won tons and tons and tons of games through, you know, through, throughout the past century. Like, Ohio State having an awesome defense, it's weird. It's become an easy thing to overlook because we're so fixated on whether the offense is good, enough, good or not or whether the offense plays the same way as Michigan or not. Um, well, whereas the, I don't the other part of that is that frequently the Ohio State defense is not the thing that is – carrying them in like the big marquee games yeah well as of late yeah yes uh, right. over the last few years right but like you know if 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 we had replaced ohio state's helmets so far this season with georgia's helmets mm -hmm. we would say elite defense they don't need an offense sure. right sure. but we've become fixated on the idea that they do need an elite offense and first of all i'm not sure they do secondly they have marvin harrison so they kind of have one anyway hey you know that is true can I give you something that's like inexcusable? Something there's no defense for? None? The two best players on your offense are Catron Allen and Nicholas Singleton if you're Penn State. Mm -hmm. They are the best people you have on that side of the ball. They each had nine carries in this game. Nine. Now you say, oh, well, maybe that's because they got behind. This game finished 2012. It was 10-6 at the half. And at the half, by the way... And I know this because I wrote it down because I was like, this can't be right. Drew Aller already had 17 attempts. Well, surely they tried to establish the run. In a game like this, underneath the leaden skies of the Midwest, in a game that is a defensive <laughs> struggle between two teams, you know, equally matched in vigor, if not in the ability to have a downfield <laughs> passing game. If this is all true, then surely you would go ahead and try to establish it. You would try to give your team more opportunities to run the ball especially because it would actually potentially give you some room downfield in terms of a passing game drew aller finished with 42 attempts he averaged 4.5 yards a completion they didn't have shit i don't know what the plan was here i don't know if they ever had a plan that's the most damning thing i could say about this is that in the biggest single game of the year it didn't look like you wanted to try even with your best option 
Yeah, like, this is a game where Penn State calls multiple double passes, which did not work. Like, most of the time they didn't even get to try the second pass. It turned into backwards pass, run! And yeah, I mean, I think, to Jason's point, I think Ohio State, and I I know they are dinged up, especially on the offensive side of the ball. But, like, they they look very much a work in progress. Like, even the uh, the last touchdown they scored, it's like, oh, man, you know, he, he's wide open. And it's like, well, yeah, that's, that's because two Penn State guys ran into each other. That's not going to happen all the time. Marvin Harrison Jr. is not usually going to be wide open, although there were other points where he was. Uh, but, yeah, just, I don't know. Like, it didn't ever have the vibe of... I think it is very telling that the one time since James Franklin has got has has arrived at Penn State that they've beaten Ohio State, it was on a blocked field goal. Yep. It was not on that they ran back. It was not on like, oh, this awesome drive we put together to win the game. That that hasn't happened. And to the uh, t- to the numerous commenters who've uh, who've noted that Michigan will probably be favored against Ohio State. Okay, sure. Um, Michigan's just, I mean, I, I, as someone who picked him to win the title and has, you know, probably, you know, feel even better about that at this point than I did in the preseason, uh, Michigan is still pretty hard to get a handle on. Yeah. Like the score today looks incredible. Also, that's a team with an interim coach that was, you know, that entered at, uh, at two and four. Um, so was, like, it was writing a Hitler apology. It's <laughs> mine <laughs> elsewhere. Um, so like, yeah, I, I mean, I would say Michigan has been the best team in the country all season long. However, you know, as someone who saw their past two games against Ohio State and was at one of them, um, it's 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 still hard to call at this point. I think the team that makes an interesting counterpoint to that, at least when they are playing very well, is Florida State at this point. You know, can I give you a real scientific? My, my scientific judgment of Florida State here, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they they get on your ass. <laughs> Look yeah. at this. What I love about them, it's not like they have like Michigan. I would not I would not qualify Michigan as a team that's like Michigan gets on your ass right immediately. No, they're like today. Oh, they, wait, today they did. Yes, they did. They did. But like they will slowly hammer away at you, right? Like they they pretty much if you had to like look at their scores. They they go through like first quarter fourteen points, second quarter fourteen points, third quarter fourteen. Like they just chip away, and you go, well, this seems inevitable. Florida State, you'll be playing them, and all of a sudden eight plays happen, and you're like, oh fuck, we're down fourteen. Yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. how did that happen? Like yeah. I I love that they go in these like wild bursts of like anger at you. It's crazy. I think FSU outside of the Boston College and Clemson games, um, outside of that, I mean, you know, every week, including. Uh, a couple of at least decent teams in there. <laughs> it feels very strange to think of Duke and LSU as of uh, the same quality, but and and the Boston College and Clemson games are the only road games at this point. And I think like there is some, I, I I can maybe chalk some of it up to that. Like this is a team that still is figuring out how to play on the road. The road teams they have left are Wake Forest, Pitt, and Florida. And but brother, like... you don't want to walk into Pitt. <laughs> Not right now. No, no. 
<laughs> you mean the same pit team that just lost to Wake Forest? <laughs> you better pray that game's not on the CW. <laughs> so dangerous, yeah. If that, if that game's on the CW, buddy. Uh, fortunately, Pitt has to play Notre Dame first, but that that will be on NBC. So. That's gonna be a supernatural loss. I'm gossiping, girl. You know what it is? <laughs> Talking about how Pitt's gonna blow you up. <laughs> uh, Arizona State is beating Washington right now. Yes, they are. Okay. Seven nothing. Also, Nevada is still beating San Diego State. The well, fuck? Good, but Nevada is winless. I think Nevada. Just yeah, Nevada's won. terrible. That's what the scoreboard says here. And they're winning six zero, which means, and we're gonna get to this, we could have two teams today win without scoring ten points. And this is where we talk. And neither about of them is Iowa. And this is where Her. we talk. Correct. Or Nebraska, or any Big Ten team. Mississippi State <laughs> seven. Arkansas three. Oh, I didn't God. watch a snap of this game, and I'm confident I didn't need to. <laughs> I um, I had a thought about Arkansas related to a couple weeks ago. We were talking about how you know the the the, uh, the downfall of the Sam Pittman era, right? Mm-hmm. I thought back to 2021, and I went back and looked at sort of the 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 crest of that wave, right? That 2021 Arkansas team, they beat number 15 Texas. Number 15, Texas finished 5-7. and seven. They beat number 7, A&M, who finished 8-4. and four. They beat number 17, Mississippi State, who finished 7-6, and six, right? <laughs> there was a lot of selling high. That team ended up number 28 in the computers. Um, so, like, the, the peak of the Pittman era mm-hmm. was even earlier than it feels, than it, than it, than it feels in hindsight. Like, once yeah. you actually look, it was, it was a bit artificial all along, I think. Well, there's also this, and this is a point brought to me by uh, our closest, most long-suffering Arkansas fan. From 2020 to 2022, the assistant head coach and defensive coordinator was Barry Odom. And it's not so easy to say that the real power behind the throne was X, and then when they left, Y was exposed. But I will say this. The minute Barry Odom goes to UNLV... Who just got bowl eligible today. (laughs) Six and one UNLV. Do you know how long it's been since UNLV played in a bowl game? It's is it the longest streak? It is it is, I think, tied with UMass for the longest streak. They it's been it's been uh ten years. Ten years plus. Twenty thirteen was the last year they made a bowl game. So Barry Odom goes and UNLV becomes six and one. And when he leaves Arkansas, Arkansas shits every bed in the hotel. Like, it just goes from room Wait, to room, oh, room to room. Yeah, let's, let's unpack this. Yeah, just goes from room to room, pooping in beds. That's what they've done. Uh-huh. Just, just soiling, soiling drawers left and right. That's what happened. All right, just making sure. Yeah, to Arkansas. And it like, it, and I think never bo- back down from a metaphor, kids. Never back down no. from it. No, we're 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 riding this one, buddy. Longest so bowl drought appears to be, um, depending on how you count it, either ULM or UMass. So, additionally, in order to call in, this is you know like things that happen preseason when you go, where did you go wrong? Well, one, you lost Barry Odom, who did a great job there on the defense, and secondly, in order to fix your offense, you decided that uh, with the departure of Kendall Bryles, which I think could have been addition by subtraction. And should have been, you brought in Dan Enos, who has taken our big, beautiful friend 
KJ Jefferson and made him an afterthought, taking away his ability to run with the ball and sort of make plays up on you know the out of phase and just fucking ruined him, man. It sucks. It sucks. I I, I have nothing deeper to say other than please restore restore my lad's ability to make happy chaos on the football field. Yeah, this team is this team is a wreck. They're ass. Like good for Mississippi State when. Winning when you only score seven points is fucking impossible. But kudos to Mississippi State for doing it. So speaking of only scoring six, can we talk about Iowa now? <laughs> um, this game was awesome. Did anyone else watch it? I watched. I I didn't. Uh, I treated it like um, getting X-rays, where it was like I could only go in for a little bit. <laughs> I couldn't just stay in the room. <laughs> as uh, I melt my kidneys. As probably the only non-Iowa fan who watched almost all of their games last year, I am back on my bullshit. This t- this <laughs> this experience fucking rocks. Their punter Tory Taylor is awesome, um, and that's it. That's the only thing that happens. <laughs> um, it, it, so the 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 moment that'll that'll linger, right? Was uh, in the in the final minute or so, uh, they <laughs> they have the ball at about the forty five, down two with two minutes left, and they punt, and it's like God, yes, <laughs> and of course Minnesota fucks around, throws passes and stuff, failing to kill any clock, and they punt it back, and it's like my God, Big Ten academics, I don't ever want to hear about that bullshit ever again. Um, Iowa runs back the punt, and it's this immediate moment of like, yep, punting is winning. Iowa, no matter who punts, punting is winning for Iowa, right? Uh, you know, they, they, they managed to score almost 20 points uh, and beat the, Nope, it got called back because Cooper DeJean um, was waving his arms, waving his teammates away from the ball, and the refs determined that it was actually an invalid fair catch signal one that would have deterred Minnesota's players from competing. Um, and, you know, it's, eh, I don't know. I think I think as the rule is written and as, like, the rule book lays out how it should work, it probably was the right call. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, it's, we have a situation where the natural human hand movement to signal go away mm-hmm. is this arm wave. And the official football <laughs> movement to establish I am calling for a fair catch is a very similar move. As commenter Kelbo points out, Iowa also has a waving to the kids move that is exactly the same as well. In, in reality, every player in the stadium did an invalid fair catch signal earlier in that game. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the, there's always going to be a problem because those two moves look almost exactly the same, mm-hmm. especially when you're running around at speed. And I mean, whatever. I it it's hard to get too worked up about a team losing when it musters ten points in an entire game. Well, can we talk about the funny? So I also was bummed because the the kick return, the punt return was amazing. It was like, a great run, yeah. But but there's this immediate moment of oh no, I was dead now. That was the chance. This right, because the they still had time. Not only did they have time, Jason, they were at. Their own 46, down two. Down two, not four, not five. Like, yeah, they, they just needed a couple, you know, uh, a, a couple plays, and they would have had a field goal shot. And Inst- it was just like, no, they're fucked. They're Inst- fucked. <laughs> Instead, they took a sack through an incompletion and threw a pick. <laughs> yeah, they just, literally any other team, we would have thought, they just get a few yards and they can kick it. 
Uh-huh. A few what? They got, as Stuart Mandel pointed out, they got two yards in the whole second half. Two. De- Deacon Hill in the pocket looks like one, a man in one of those hurricane machines at the mall. <laughs> <laughs> this team is awesome. This <laughs> it's such a great experience. I don't know how anyone can invest emotionally in it, but just this it's it's like beyond comedy. And it's they art. lost their and they lost their sweet pig. This is PJ's first uh, pig. Oh yeah, PJ has the pig now. PJ gets the pig. Did you say they buckled the pig in with a seatbelt <laughs> on the cute. bus? That's, <laughs> that's really good. I love that. They made sure Floyd was safe. So Midwestern of them. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Remember the best vacation you've ever taken? Make your next one even better with Get Your Guide. With Get Your Guide, you can book over 100,000 unforgettable experiences in the U.S. and around the world. Want to see the Grand Canyon from a helicopter? They got you. Watching a wrestling match in Mexico City? No problem. Or how about a guided tour of Rome's ancient ruins? Wherever you're going, whatever you're into, book your next travel experience at GetYourGuide.com. Minnesota is also an extremely Iowa team, just for the record. Yeah, yeah. Like, to hold a team to two yards and in, the, in the second half and still ne- nearly <laughs> fucking lose, that's Iowa's shit. Yeah, you've, uh, you have met your, uh, yourself. And here comes another one, Rutgers, and another one, Nebraska. Bull-eligible Rutgers! Yeah. Who won't need to uh, dispose of Iowa in the Big Ten West, at least, not a, at le- at least from a playoff perspective, the the, Let's see here. Who do the we West want will continue. Iowa to play in a bowl? Uh, SMU has a really good defense. That's weird. I think you need to pick an SEC team. Yeah, that's true. Because it'll be some. It'll be one of those Florida games. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Georgia's too good. To, uh, Tennessee has the best <laughs> SEC oh, defense. Oh <laughs> boy! Oh boy! All right! All right! Hey, here is an alarming statistic I looked up. I feel like so, I've been through enough today. So last year, Tennessee you get to beat Iowa. Last year, Tennessee was extremely good on fourth down. They were um, 12th in the nation. They converted two-thirds of their fourth down attempts. Went for it 33 times, which I think was like top 10 in the nation, and uh, top 16 as it turns out, and converted a ton. This year, they are one of their last 10. Like... It's very weird to watch Tennessee make what I think are most of the time the right decision to go for it on fourth. And then the actual play is like, oh, that was not the like, I am curious, Holly, how you feel about this particular part of the Tennessee football experience in 2023. Um, First of all, Bama got by Tennessee. That's neat. I love that for them. <laughs> I know that they were really up for a revenge game to snap the streak that began last year. I'm really hesitant always to question any coach's play calling because uh, in both directions, like I, we, we talked in recent weeks about how coaches are just people, you know, and we don't, uh, 
uh, we, we don't really treat them as people. You know, we, we treat them as, as ciphers. We treat them as, you know, we treat them as two dimensional objects when they're people having bad days. And there's, it's entirely possible that there was a play call fucked up today because Mario wonder came out last night, but, <laughs> but also like, I'm not there. I'm not seeing, I'm not at field level. I'm not seeing what they're seeing. I don't know who's secretly nursing an injury and who's not, but there were some calls today. Today was the first time I remember thinking that there were multiple calls and situations that just did not put the kids in the right position to succeed. Yes. And yes. the kids were not helping at certain points. Like this is Bama just didn't play well in the first half and Tennessee just didn't play well in the second half. Like if yeah. you had if you had reversed, if you had switched time and flopped and flopped the two halves of this game. Uh, I think they would have won. Um, can I talk about a very, very funny, funny moment, especially for Bama. This is very sweet. Um, their kicker is now within striking distance of Keenan Reynolds career points record. Yes. <laughs> who, who ever saw that coming? <laughs> I love that for him. Um, also go, if you missed this game, just go look squirrel white. That first Tennessee touchdown Squirrel white made the most, not impossible, but improbable catch i've ever seen that didn't involve pass interference he caught the ball when it was already past him like by the back stripe of the ball and pulled it back towards him like it looks fake uh -huh. um but i did have a question that i wanted to so yeah anyway i i don't think the coaches may and i again i feel weird second guessing coaches because i have a fraction of the information they have but all the play calling was weirdly has been weirdly conservative all year. And I thought that there was less of that today, but it kind of crept back in as the game went on. Um, O-line injuries, like we said before, turned out to be a pretty big factor. Um, but more importantly, is it spiritually funnier to have five men on the field at the snap or 13? I vote five. You know why? Five. Live yeah. bold. Okay. Fuck okay, you. That's ahead. all we need. Yeah. Oh, your work. Okay. That is funny. Um, it's um, like in it's like in Mech Warrior when you get more points for using less weapons. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. so what Jason was saying about um, Ohio State and how we've been accustomed to a certain standard of living on offense, and it sort of made us forget the defense. Reliable as I don't know the past like five iterations, maybe longer. Mm. The defense is still quite quite terrifying and it's easy for that to sort of get lost in the mix because mm. you know in in a similar fashion we've seen like multiple first round picks and these wide receivers who like go to the nfl and are awesome and this that uh tennessee's just gotta stop imploding on the road they're they're not good when they're away from home right now i don't know what's up with that um i have i have heard that this team has was been referred to by people closer to the program than me as a record low number of shitheads in the locker room, which is great. And they didn't get physically dominated either. No, no, I don't think so. Like this was a really, this was a really good year to get Bama and it just, it did not happen. Um, listen, one more, one more really, really, really important thing. Um, Gary and Brad are, who are frankly just, Oh God, I can't wait till we're out from under these two. Um, <laughs> don't like their wives. Uh, the Gary and Brad were talking at the beginning of the game about uh, 
boy, this was a, this was a this is going to be quite a. We were had a track meet last year. We think we're in for a track meet this year. And Brad goes, yeah, who's going to get the last punch? What does Brad Nestler think track meets are? <laughs> awesome. And also, <laughs> and also, I would like to live in whatever track meet. I, I would like to see whatever he thinks a track meet is because that sounds incredible. You pass Brad Nestler the baton and he just starts wailing on the dude next to him. <laughs> Don't let him near the javelin. <laughs> Guy chasing you. What if the guy chasing you in the relay with a quarter lap head start is from the opposite team, right? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if they can punch you to the ground, you know can, what? They get to take the baton. You know there what? Was, there Brad, that's, a, Brad there, ne- that's Brad Nestler riding a metaphor, Ryan. That's mm-hmm. it. He's just he started the metaphor and he's going to finish it. Also, somewhere Vince McMahon is like, I have an idea for XFL track and field. <laughs> Back in the game, boys. <laughs> um, Oh, okay, last thing. Joe Milton trucked the living shit out of Malachi Moore on like the third play from scrimmage, and that was the, I will carry that to my grave. That's the funniest thing I've ever seen. It wasn't even a juke. It wasn't even it was just No, uh, it the, wasn't he hit him with he put both shoulders down. Like I thought he might have targeted him. Listen, he ran over him like an Amazon truck eating a mailbox. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh Penix is back in Washington scored. Okay. All is right in the world. I am now fully on Spencer's side of Nick Saban is having fun with this because it's so much coachable moment. So many coachable <laughs> oh, moments. Yeah. So much shit to fix. Was, but listen, he was giving like Frank Beamer sex eyes in his interview. I'm telling you, the wow. man's alive. And I, I would like he was he was purring. It was unsettling. Mm-hmm. All those, po- all those points, just mm-hmm. made him dead inside. Like yeah. yeah, He couldn't handle it. All of a sudden, he's got this team. He's got to actually coach and manage and. Yeah. Oh, the thrill. Um, also, you know how like you had to do like Nick is still doing things that make him unhappy, and mm-hmm. I can tell you why. It's because Jalen Milrow had nine carries today. They actually had to trot out a little bit of z- zone read and Milrow and Milton both. Yeah, yeah. Got opened up, Stephen. What the fuck are you talking about? Why is there a man in the comments asking me to stop the cope? What fucking cope? Do you want me to cry? I'll cry. stop the cope, bro. I would like to cry. I'm just tired. Well, That's all. Respectfully stop the cope, bro. Here's <laughs> some copium. Um, I don't spend enough time on Reddit to know what that particularly means, but that, do, you want me to, do you want me to yell? Seethe, weep. I'm just going to keep vomiting up words someone else half, wrote. They play good for half and fell apart. What do you want from me, dude? This yeah. is not a very interesting game. I'm going to crope. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Chalupa. <laughs> the new drug of choice for the shutdown full cast. Crope. If you want me to scream and kick my heels, let's talk about UCF Oklahoma. Gus, you got cute. Gus got super cute. You know what? I so love I, I love that, though. To be fair, social- Gus is cute. Yeah. The whole Big 12 is cute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so cute. It's so cute how Kansas State absolutely trash can. Oh, my God. TCU. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? Just as TCU was like, all right. We've had a weird start to the season, but there's a long way to go. Obviously, it's not going to be as magical as last year, but we beat BYU 44-11. We're figuring it out. Oh, God. Here it comes. Do you know what this was? This was a Mario Wonder game because you're like, all right, I got four hours sleep the night before, but th- tonight I'm going to go to bed. And then you're like, oh, I found a real interesting YouTube channel, but that's okay. Next night I'm going to go to bed. Careful and- with those YouTube channels. Yeah, careful with that. <laughs> I found the Hitler trivia channel. It's amazing. Oh, my God. Hitler ran for 85 yards on TCU. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but then, like, the next night, you're like, you know, oh, oh shit. Mario Wonder came out. 
<laughs> 4 a.m. Guess it's another three-hour night. That's TCU. They just can't stop doing bad things. They can't Kansas, stop. Kansas State ran for 343 yards, and and the highest rusher had 89. Oh my God! <laughs> this honestly, this looks like an entire high school class ran <laughs> ran on this game. Like there are this so many people. This is a cross country rushing. meet. This is a cross country meet. <laughs> Where so, are the punches? Oh, yeah, oh my it, God! This back look, in my day, track meets had punches. This looks like the partition. <laughs> this looks like the attendance award at an elementary school award ceremony. When you know you're like, oh fuck! Like twenty people won. Everybody's got to get something. God Every- damn it! Fine, <laughs> everybody gets forty three yards rushing against TCU. It, l- listener, you may be a recipient of a carry from the Kansas State <laughs> offense against TCU. <laughs> there are so many names here. Oh God. <laughs> The emotional equivalent of the unclaimed baggage store. <laughs> it is. I, I implore you to check out two rushing stats, by the way. Go look at UNLV's box score and look at the total number of rushes and how many people had carries. Because it's like that every game. There's like nine rushers and five of them each have ten carries. And they just run the ball all day. And then go look at this Kansas State rushing column. Because it is astonishing. Including, by the way, Will Howard. Will Howard, not known for his wheels, Will Howard had 62 yards rushing on yeah. just four carries. Old Lightning Will. Yeah. Ah. I love how everyone who joins the stream late wants to know yes. if we've talked about Hitler yet. Yes. Did I'm I just going to keep Hitler? talking about Hitler, yeah. <laughs> Did I miss the Hitler fact? Buddy, you may be looking for late kick Josh. Um, is Ohio State... <laughs> is, or, sorry, Ohio State. It's going to get me every time. <laughs> it's funny every time. Is Oklahoma State also good now? I'm confused. Uh, they no. had a pretty dramatic turnaround there. Lost, uh, lost to uh, USA, and then because uh, the th- the three teams they've beaten now, after losing to South Alabama and Iowa State, are Kansas State, Kansas, and West Virginia. As pleasant day. As like the middle of the Big Twelve goes, pretty that's pretty. That's pretty decent, right? Yeah. I mean, no, beat, that's good. beating any three Big Twelve teams is pretty good. That's mostly true, yeah. At this point, I don't know if Cincinnati can. You're going to run into good eventually. If I just keep taking Big Twelve teams, if you beat any three and one of them is Cincinnati, that's still pretty good. Yeah, it is. It is like a card deck that you're like, this is all eights. I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Coach Gundy, I got a question. Uh, would you support Hitler being shown in a trivia question <laughs> on the board? Just for, just for informational purposes only. Don't well, get I don't excited. Think, I don't think we should be ashamed of our history. Yeah, Will, first What of, do you mean by our history? Just <laughs> Mike Gunny going, well, first of all, Hitler was a cyborg. But you didn't know that. that extra, so, yeah, if he, if he takes it that far, then I'm like, okay, it's fine. Yeah. Let, Wait, let, him, let him talk. Do you guys think this was a psyop gone wrong because they said Austria and they wanted to upset every Michigan fan into fuming in the stands and going, it was Austria hungry. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah. You know what? Gundy would have my ass there, too. He'd be like, oh, I'd be like, goddamn, Mike Gundy's right. It was an empire Somebody at the time. clip that. Somebody clip that. <laughs> yeah, clip it. Which? <laughs> Spencer Hall canceled. For... Yes, I guess. <laughs> My country would be like, I support Spencer Hall. And I'd be like, no, no, I support no, Spencer no, no, Hall's no. free speech. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> free speech advocate, pipe, Spencer Hall. Pipe, pipe down, tan man. No. <laughs> you know, between his beard and my hair, we are quite an attractive <laughs> pair. 
we could look like the weirdest human being ever born. We're Hello. Quite, we're quite Hello, I'm Beach Santa. It's nice to meet you. If you, if you create... Krampus. If you go into a video game and you create a character that looks like a cross random. between Mike Gundy and me, just the video game will random. go no and reboot. You might actually get a... You might cross some kind of international vibe dateline and get a normal person. Yeah, they'd be like, this just looks like Grandpa. <laughs> Like, uh, I, he's not real, like he's real dried out, right? I don't think mm-hmm. of you as being especially arid. Nah, you juicy. No, no. Spencer is canonically <laughs> moist. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Ryan. Ryan made it weird. I didn't make it weird. Robustly watery. Yes. Yeah, but but Oklahoma nearly losing to UCF and Texas only beating Houston in part because like the officials were just like I don't know, spot the ball is hard. Like, <laughs> that happened a couple of times today. There, were, there was a okay. I didn't make that up. There were a lot of times today where I was just like, I think they just don't feel like spotting it right. Yeah, <laughs> I identify with that way more. Just people, I identify with that way more than the fair catch call in the Iowa game because that felt like, uh, uh-uh, I have a point to make, Professor. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't assign us homework. You didn't. Wait, yeah, you forgot about the exception to the rule, Professor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Professor. I have it, a point, and my hand is raised. Spotting the ball correctly or incorrectly, is, to me, it feels like a legitimate protest against the balls not having fucking computer chips in them. The balls should spot themselves at this yeah. point. So, yeah. like, if you're asking an, a whole ass person to do it with, their, you know, to take time out of their day, old men while too. These while, are while mostly old dudes. While they're busy yeah. watching, not just twenty-two people, but also coaches and people milling back and forth uh, along the sideline and keeping track of downs and scores and, and they're in pants. And they don't want to be in pants. They be more there shouldn't be more rules but there should maybe be more refs hmm Ball there, ref? i think there should be 11 make it fair there we go yeah three three teams like a buddy system yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. god we're gonna get so many like receivers blown up trying to cross <laughs> there's a damn well, crowd <laughs> like think about this your average fucking cvs tracks the uh tracks like what are things that are kept behind the glass in a cvs Cigarettes, cigarettes, razors, right? Detergent. Yeah. So the average CVS tracks a bottle of detergent more clearly than people track the movement of a ball on a football field, Mm. right? A ball with like, yeah, uh, uh, millions of dollars bet on where it ends up. (laughs) Right. Target is closing because the refs didn't give Houston a first down. (laughs) That's true, though. Mike Gundy just giving Mike Gundy just saying yes to every fact. Mike Gundy's back. Get out of here, Mike Gundy. Well, I think that's Mike true. Gundy has inhabited the voice of Spencer. Yeah. Mike Gundy throwing his voice. I got shoplifted in San Francisco. Just, just me and Mike. Coach, Coach, why were you there? Just, just me and Mike Gundy out yeah, noodling, and I'm just, cool. I'm just saying ridiculous shit like, "Hey, you know, Hot Topic is actually uh, that's a Baptist store. You didn't know that." And he's like, "No, Wait, is that real?" Yeah. Is that for? Are they just trying to turn out little goth trad wives? That's it. They're just trying to turn out little goth trad wives. And Mike Gundy's Whoa. like, hell yeah, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could just say anything to Mike Gundy, and he would probably back you up and be like, I read that too. He's like, um, he's like, except for wage theft, he's sincere in his love for wage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's done by the wage theft elves. He's like if Aaron Rodgers. Uh, oh boy. I guess had never left the state of Oklahoma. Um, that's yeah, never. 
<laughs> except against his will. I just know why he didn't get those jobs because he finished up the interview and the door shut. The people were like, that guy's fucking weird. <laughs> Holy shit, man. What's he talking he's about? Too weird for ten- he's too weird for multiple Tennessee administrations. Well, I learned a lot, but I don't, <laughs> Did I? <laughs> I don't know if any of it was true. <laughs> yeah. Do you know microwave popcorn is made with ferret blood? <laughs> That's why ferrets are so popular among hippies, because they're always loving the popcorn, but they got to grow the you, ferrets to make as, it. As you know... Hippies love popcorn. Granted, yeah. goes without saying. <laughs> but my gut, you'd be like, I read that. I read that. <laughs> I, I, the, oh, they found the horn. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We don't. We wait, wait, wait. They found the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. They did. They did. They found it. That's that's crazy. Oh, uh, that's they crazy, man. They said they shouldn't pop it, but they popped it. God, Mike Gundy should absolutely go. On Joe Rogan. That's <laughs> what so we want. Why? No, no. Yes, it, yes. It, it, we want it. <laughs> I want. I want to see some free speech. No, if you put Mike Gundy, <laughs> if you put Mike Gundy on Rogan, that'll be the first time that man demands a source. <laughs> Gundy's gonna hang say on. some shit. Rogan's gonna be like, whoa, no way. On. This is too much whoa. for even me. This Look is... that up. We need a source on this, Jones. Uh, flamingos commit most child trafficking. You can't just say that, <laughs> Coach. You can't. Listen, Coach. I respect your various fiat victories, but come on. And that's why I can bench press 3,000 pounds. <laughs> Thank you, Coach Gundy. Or he goes, or, or like maybe like Stonehenge face uh, AJ Hawk is your fact checker. Mm-hmm. Just the <laughs> Just person I scroll camera. past 19 times a day, motionless. <laughs> Just observing Pat McAfee. He's, he's like the statue from Legends of the Hidden yeah, Temple. Like, what is, he, is, he, is he a bodyguard? I don't know. Like, it's, what is... I think what's his deal? One theory I floated is is he's like Marvel's Uatu the Watcher. Okay. Just cannot weigh in, cannot involve himself, but must record everything that takes place. Like I don't I've never watched McAfee shit, but like you scroll past it a thousand times a day and there's always AJ Hawk's thwomp sized face (laughs) sitting there doing nothing. I didn't even I, recognize it as AJ Hawk for maybe, a while. Maybe he has a thwomp, and you have to approach his face for it to move. Oh yeah, that's you it. Okay, him. you got to get it to if go you, up and then run under yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe yeah. he's if like watch, the Mario ghost, and you have to. If you're looking at him, he's shy and he won't do anything. If you watch, if you turn two your hours back, he'll chase show. you. Well, I'm never not looking at him because at all times I'm scrolling past Pat McAfee videos. So. I keep waiting. I keep waiting for like well, that third point, that third hour of the show for him to just you know like. After hours of silence, you just go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Scorpion started crawling out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> or just start singing. <laughs> just doing Tibetan throat singing, right? <laughs> Pat, I think I'm going to beatbox now. Um. What if he starts it off so quietly and like frog calls it? To yeah. Where you're not even sure that it's a noise. What is that fucking noise? <laughs> um. Rutgers completed five passes today and beat Indiana by 17 points at homecoming in Bloomington. That's all. <laughs> put up, listen. Put up the lawn chair, crack a beer, Greg. It's all. It's all vacation from here. Bowl eligible, right? Put those feet up, Daddy. Schedule, you did it. Indiana homecoming has got to be a real challenge. <laughs> <laughs> what do you work? Like their home games were Ohio State uh, to start the season. Indiana State could have gotten it in early. Akron, why didn't you make Akron homecoming? Mm-hmm. You won, granted, quarter mm-hmm. overtime, but those are so, your... just do Akron next time. 
Yeah, just well, yeah. Well, shit. Michigan State's coming up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Homecoming two, the what? sequel. <laughs> what? Are you? How confident are you right now that Indiana would beat Michigan State? Well, that's why we're I'm scheduling go- homecoming number three, just in case. <laughs> I'm not going to go con- confident. homecoming. Yeah. I guess it's pretty sad that you made Rutgers your homecoming, and it's like, ooh, that's a daunting ask. <laughs> and they ran all over them. They went for 276 yards. Rutgers ate your shit up. <laughs> um, I, would <sighs> like to, I would like to call back to earlier in the day. Uh, for two reasons. One, the Battle of the Bones, the greatest trophy in all of college football, was Edward. awarded to uh, the Memphis Tigers, who won 45-21 over 2-6 and six UAB in Birmingham. Congratulations on possession of the finest piece of bric-a-brac that the uh, sport has to offer. The second thing is, hey, Alex Kirshner, huh? Alex Kirshner, you keep you try to get Ryan Silverfield fall, fired again? 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 He was real into that last year. You know who heard that? That's right. Coach Silverfield, baby. It's like, I heard one guy wanted me fired. It's over. The conversation's done. We are not starting a conversation or a dialogue about this. <laughs> it's my, my favorite petty beef is for some reason Alex was like, I don't know, Ryan Silverfield's just not getting it done at Memphis. I'm like, get off his ass. He's it in was, Memphis. You know, we were talking about it like somebody with a lot of money on Memphis or emotional mm. Or like a booster. I admire the confidence yeah. that, that young Alex Kirster was How like. How do you know he's not a booster? I don't. <laughs> I think Memphis is a good investment. Yeah. Memphis is always a good place to put your money. Um, do you think Brett Bielema was furious or aroused to watch his <laughs> yes. team lose to, <laughs> yes. to watch his team lose on a touchdown pass? thrown to a leaping six foot eight offensive lineman all right you brought it up so i'll say it how often do we realistically think those two emotions are decoupled in that man that's a really fair point that's a real you know what that brain is wired in some ways that cannot be fixed which one do you think was more dominant in that moment the anger or the horniness horny Horny. Is, is it 51 49 or is it a far no, no, i think it's a good 60 40 90 10 yeah. i think it's a horny party i with like angry that you've overtones. turned to deceive cornacki for brett bielema's <laughs> horny some late a tranche of votes has come in for horny <laughs> connection uh suggestion of horngry so like yes. kornacki's got the map and he's like pointing at bielema's various orifices right and like this Aww. one is <laughs> thank you i just thank you i just imagined the bielema shaped the bielema shaped graph that appeared in now my this head this is a critical precinct right here it's even show, better with the wisconsin show, like, an outline of his body like in body wars now nipple yeah. nipples usually vote early so we're gonna get a lot of data from there early Jesus at the Christ. start of the night but don't be swayed by what nipples think now they typically go red so it <laughs> so it means a lot that they're a little bit more pink tonight. You'll notice most of the Bielema is red. <laughs> People pay money for this podcast. Especially this part. Purple state. Um, but yeah. It, it, Illinois sure didn't win that game and sure looked like they were just going to easily win it before Wisconsin won the fourth quarter 18-0. I don't know if like what we're going to think about the uh, the Wisconsin ch- offensive change experience after one year. It's prob- There's probably it's. They we're don't going have back. The re- 
I, I maybe it's just like they don't have the right guys. You know, they didn't, Tanner Mordecai didn't even play in this game. He broke his hand uh, last week against Iowa, so like maybe it won't matter. And God, they got to play Ohio State next week. So <laughs> you said uh, Tanner Mordecai broke his hand against Iowa. My first thought was so. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't affect his performance against Iowa. It sounds like the start of a Mountain Goat song. <laughs> Tanner Mordecai broke his hand against Iowa. Um, Missouri's fucking awesome. No, no surprise there. We've known that. They're no, we've known traditional, that. Traditional that's, football that's power. Why we, that's why we invited them to the SEC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was strictly on football merit. And, I mean, it, it, it took us this long to get to mention it because like, we're kind of sick of talking about how great Texas A&M we invited for Cool Dog. A and M, we invited because Mizzou's like, can hey, my friend you, come along? And we're like, yeah, Fine. you guys can come. Just bring your Mizzou dog. plus one. We don't care. Whatever we, whatever, right, we whatever do, it we takes. Mizzou. Whatever it takes is get Mizzou. Get Mizzou. Mizzou. <laughs> what is it? I forget the the thing Kevin Costner wrote in draft day about drafting the guy. That's basically that, but with Mizzou. Mizzou, no matter what. That's it. Yes. Yes. Uh, I Nebraska somehow is four and three, man. Yeah. Yeah, they could win that division. <laughs> why is why, wait? Why is that surprising to you? I thought they'd be worse. I did. I mean, like, like based on the last who, decade and the start of this season, and I know, who, but who absolutely beaten? A- absolute value Games that count. I yeah, but like this game counts. They beat Northwestern. They beat okay. Illinois and Northwestern. Those and count. I honestly, after seeing them in the first couple of games of the season, that did. You thought seem they like, wouldn't beat Northwestern? Uh, yeah, They're no, I didn't know, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. I didn't, I didn't know if they'd beat, I didn't, I certainly didn't think they'd beat Illinois. We don't make Spencer do enough predictions. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if, I, I'm All not right. out of the prediction business, but this feels like it could be fun. All right. Here's their, here's their last five games. They got to get two to get bowl eligible. You tell me if they're going to do it or not. Purdue at home at Michigan state, Maryland at home at Shit. Wisconsin, Iowa at home. Damn. Which, which bowl are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're talking Damn. playoff, brother. I think we're making a Florida bowl here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. This isn't this isn't just the Santa Clara bowl that changes its name every eight minutes. We're aiming. So high. so for the record, like okay, yeah. they, I think they beat Michigan State. I can go out on that limb. Okay. I think they beat Michigan State. Yeah. Um, I think. God, who else have they got on there? This at Purdue. The Purdue the Purdue game Purdue. is. The Purdue game, let's go ahead. I think they can win that one. Okay. If they continue to play this well. Okay. Let's go so we. I think they let's get to here. A-, a bowl. Okay. A bowl. Now our Huskers. Our Huskers. Yes. Who knows bowl. what Illinois at this point, who knows what Iowa's gonna be at the end of the season? They're just uh oh, they're so beat up and so sham I, yeah. They're in the hur- listen, they're they're in the hurricane machine, buddy. That's where, <laughs> that's where they put their offense. They put I, a dollar I, in the machine and they're like, Oh, it's a little too much. <laughs> I was like kind of joking when I said I wanted this over under to be uh, below thirty, but now it's like, no, it's gonna happen. <laughs> like today's got down to thirty point five and went under, <laughs> and would have would have done it even if that touchdown had counted. Like no, we're we're gonna hit the twenties, I believe. Yeah. I have one more. One more game to Is it about note. Hitler. <laughs> I, I think I can say this. We've had enough Hitler for Apparently, one show. Apparently, Washington has turned it over to start the second half, which they are still losing seven to three. So, good God! Uh, real quick, your FCS winners of the day: South Dakota State, as always. Furman, 
and uh, Montana State, as as I understand, is uh, is cooking up joining that group. All right. But we'll see if Sac State can pull it off. Right. Montana State, I think, missed two field goals wide wide right, and is still leading. Are they still leading? They are right now. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to bowl eligible Georgia State. That is correct. The Georgia State uh, Panthers, twenty seventeen, over Louisiana. Uh, so the con- shouts out to the Concrete Campus. Well done. Was that, that the other game that, before that I interrupted you? That was it, it's yeah, it's an Atlanta thing. I have to oh, I have to okay. congratulate sure, our hometown sure, sure, team. Sure, 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 sure. The only one, yeah. The only one. <laughs> the Atlanta's only college football <laughs> team. There we go. Listen, the oh. branding the branding works. <laughs> I don't know if Call, any college other. games will brand you. Here's the thing, basically. Based on what happened today, the Georgia Tech fans are fine with that. <laughs> I'm sorry to the kid this morning who said he wasn't feeling well, and I told him to watch Boston College, Georgia Tech anyway, on the grounds that it might be medicinal. There's all kinds of medicines. <laughs> some of them suck for a while. Yeah, yeah. some of them are hella unpleasant. Some and you got one of those, and I'm sorry about that. Boston College might make a bowl game. That's a weird thing to say. There's a lot huh. of crazy shit going on. Huh, Okay. I don't understand Georgia Tech at all. Georgia Tech season is truly fucking nonsense. They have alternated loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss. So actually, I do understand it. They're going to beat North Carolina next week. That sounds like a mathematical formula. Yeah. Uh, sorry for me for not understanding A.B. Rhymes game. Uh, I just want to note, JMU is 7-0 and um, and will nevertheless be barred from the postseason. Um, too, too dangerous. That's why. Too, too They're good. scared. Too dope. Um Air Force threw a 94-yard touchdown pass, which seems like the kind of thing Air Force should do all the time because they're called Air Force. But, no, that's the kind of thing they do never. Uh, and Air Force also 7-0. Sam Houston also continues to lose in, like, the most back-breaking ways possible. They're so close. It sucks. It really <laughs> we're, sucks. We're almost there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Another one, uh, South Florida. Uh, managed under the last time we said something nice about them. They immediately turned around and uh, got destroyed by Florida Atlantic. So I'll say this very quietly. South Florida beat UConn 24-21. They already have more wins in Alex Golish's first year as head coach than they did in the entirety of the Brad Scott uh, regime. So congratulations to them. If they win two more, and they are favored in two more of their games, they're going to have six wins, and they'll go to a bowl. We also uh, got a good trivia, que- uh, future bar trivia question today. Bo Nix is now the NCAA, FBS at least, career leader in quarterback starts. He passed, um, uh, I've immediately forgot the people he passed. I'm so tired. It's fine. Someone I mean, Julia, his... Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar Kellen held that Moore. record. Kellen Moore was one of them, and yes, Julius Caesar was Thank, there. Thanks, Coach Gundy. Somebody pointed out his first game was against Justin Herbert, who's been in the NFL for <laughs> three, three or four years. Um, Coach Hall, your uh, your mean green, uh, gave Tulane a real challenge. We gave him what for, buddy, but uh, it's about the process, not about the results. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to fall in love with that, even if we're heartbroken by the results. Well, you know, when you're trying to coach the 7-4 offense, and by 7-4 I mean the time signature <laughs> that we use in our free jazz offense, um, it's a tricky system. I'm not going to lie about that. And uh, sometimes, you know, that's on me for not teaching them the, the time signature and the key changes. Yeah. Post-hardcore defense can be a real challenge. If you want to get in here and tell them it's actually 5-4, I will unmute you. Absolutely not. 
Okay. Spencer was wrong? Damn. No, damn. You know what? Yeah. I wasn't wrong. I wasn't wrong, was I, Coach Gundy? No, that's (laughs) correct. No, those numbers line up great. (laughs) Five, four, please. Brubeck Philistines. Uh, since I've talked shit about LSU all year, LSU sixty-two to nothing over Army. That's that's legit, very impressive. Putting up that many points despite Army's goal of letting you only have five plays on offense. That that's a that's that's a great game by LSU. How many plays did LSU run in this game? Let's see. Oh God. Sixty. Okay, that's efficient. Let's say. Yeah. Let's call that efficient. 60 plays 570 yards. Jesus Christ. <laughs> how like, much would I how much would I have to pay you to ask why do you hate the troops Brian Kelly to his me? face in a press conference? Yeah. I mean, I I don't have access to the press conferences the main issue, but other than that, yeah. If I'll I got get, you in, is that a $20 get, question? I'll do it for free, brother. LSU <laughs> LSU approved the shutdown full ca- Imagine yeah, that. What would I need to do? What do I need to be uh, credentialed at LSU for? I have a Oh, God, I have a quote for you. This is uh, from tonight, post-game. Kyle Whittingham. Oh, no. Yep, yep. About uh, when asked about his quarterback. They've got a Heisman Trophy winner at quarterback, so they're going to make some things, and that's just the way it is. But we've got ourselves a pig farmer at quarterback, so we're (laughs) proud of that guy, too. I thought you were talking about, like, Cam Rising being out for the season. Oh, no. No, no, he's they have a pig farmer at quarterback. I I I have immediate faith in this person. Uh I feel obligated. I know I know it today doesn't count because Missouri's the best team in the SEC, yeah, no question, whatever. South Carolina has to play Texas A and M next. Do you know who they play after that? Who? Mm. Jacksonville State. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, oh no. But- <laughs> You know, the, uh, who's, who's coaching? What upstart is coaching Jacksonville State anyway? What young, handsome? Mm-hmm. I didn't say that. I'm saying those Brian things. called him handsome. I'm saying those things. I have a low standards. I keep finding older veteran coaches who I didn't even know were alive who were on that staff. Like, Rich Rod got the whole band back together. We can't talk about Rich Rod and Kyle Whittingham back-to-back after midnight on a Saturday because some of these readers are going to hang up and start texting people they shouldn't. Do you want to do you want to talk about Brett Bielema's uh, zones <laughs> Let's go back again? To, let's <laughs> go back to Bert. Bert's let's hotspots. Zones of Brett Bielema. Now, traditionally, the Grundle reports last. Ah! We expect that if you're in line in the Grundle, stay in line. I think technically the butthole reports last. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. Sometimes yeah. it's early. Yeah, if it reports first, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> The ultimate exit poll. Did <laughs> <laughs> oh. someone say poll? <laughs> oh. All right, we gotta end the show now. All, All right. right, I think Why our college we? football coverage has concluded. <laughs> Thank you to Zeppel Mott for concluding with a comment. I think we can all agree upon that. I'm gonna put up here on the screen. Go, I'm gonna go take some crope, bro. <laughs> Holly, why don't you crope? Your fucking copy pasta brain. I still don't understand what that man meant, but I banned him before he could find out. (laughs) All right, guys, enjoy your cropium. (laughs) Cropium was invented by the ancient Greeks. Isn't that right, Coach Gundy? (laughs) Hang up, hang up! There's no such thing as ancient Greece. That's true. I read that somewhere.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.